of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! Hey guys, we are doing the recap of UFC 277. Sorry it took so long to get out. Uh, PJ was out of town out of and town. I cannot produce without my man T PJ. <laughs> um, so let's go. Uh, what an awesome card it was. Um, it turned out to be, you know, pretty exciting. I, I thought that maybe the only the last two fights were going to be good, but there were there were good fights um, yeah, throughout. Absolutely. And, um, the main card, the, the four that we covered, I went 100%. So if you did decide to bet using my bets, uh, Danielle, my cousin, she, she said she always bets on my bets. She does. Yeah, she bets on my thing. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, <laughs> I said, if you lose, don't, don't put it on me. But if you win, it was all me. Uh, all you. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, let's, we went 100%. That's awesome. Uh, first fight is Uncle Ivan Anthony Smith, and you talked a lot about this. Anthony Smith is kind of a warrior. He's He's been around. Uncle Ivan is an up-and-comer. He was ranked number four. Yeah. Um, I don't think – it does. I'm not sure if that ranking has changed yet. Um, was Anthony in front of him or no? No, it was four and five, so yeah, Anthony so was ranked number five. So it was, Probably won't go anywhere. He had to steal a spot. You can do that like eight, nine, ten area. Yeah. But one, two, three, four, and five, those guys are – chomping at the bit for the title like the number five guy could get a shot at the belt you know sure just depending on if three and four are fighting and busy or whatever so um i don't see uh his his ranking moving at the moment i'm just looking at the division i kind of want to see what that division looks like now because i i mean it was look at the rankings here it was a went into the second second round second round finish is that right yeah um I called it right. I was like, "Yes, the guy. The guy's tough. Um, he's good on the feet. He's good on the ground, and he had only lost one time, and it was to Alistair Overeem, correct? Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, wrong no, guy. Wrong, wrong guy. Um, you're correct in the record, but I'd have to go back and see who yeah, his loss was. And, and and so, again, when you've got 16 losses or something like that, I think you have. I think uh, Anthony Smith had like. 14, 15 yeah, it losses. Was 36 and 16, I yeah. feel like, is what he was going into. And, and that's like I, you know, uh, I said it on the last time, you found 16 times you found a way out. You know what I mean? Whether you yeah. got your lights turned out, you got submitted, you know, you tapped, whatever the case may be, 16 times um, you've, you know, gone home on a loss and you start to, you know, it. It's just uh, something that not you don't get used to it, obviously, but it's something that becomes easier to do, you know. And, and a guy who who is undefeated or has one loss and and a, a bunch of wins, um, and like I said, man, the guys from over there, Russia, Dagestan, the, the whole area. Yep. Um, I believe he's actually from Dagestan, um, and he's like the one the one big guy from over there. But he trains right. at a different gym than than Khabib and them. That's what they were talking about anyway. Um, they're just tough and people are, I think, approach them incorrectly. You know, I think they approach them incorrectly and <clears throat> it's going to take someone that puts one of those guys on their back to beat them. And, and if you try and stand with them, a couple of them can knock you out, but yeah. all of them can take you down. Yeah. You know, and the more you try and strike, a la how I talk about Luke, yep. the more you try and strike, the easier it is for the guy to take you down. Yes. And, and so, 
uh, until someone puts these guys on their back, you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to look like this for a while, I think. So looking at the light heavyweight right now, you got Prohaska as the champ, Glover Teixeira is number one, Jan Blachowicz is number two, and Ankalaev actually did jump one spot to number three. To so, three. Okay. Who yeah. did he pass? He passed um, Rakic. Okay. So, so he should fight. You know, if they don't give him a shot at the belt, he should get number two, which is which is uh, Blahovic. Blahovic. Yeah. And because I believe a rematch is coming between uh, um, Glover, okay, and how do you say it? Prohaska. Prohaska. Yeah, I believe a rematch is coming there. So, so that's gonna free up number two. Yeah. And he's number three now, so that would be a a good fight to put together while waiting for the champion championship fight. What what do you think the limit is right now for I see Uncle that Lyle? guy I see him being the champion by the end of this year. Next year. End of next year. You see him running against yeah. I don't think So the guy that first of all, and not to not to bash Glover, he's forty what years old? Forty two. Yeah. Uh great fighter. Should not be getting away with being the champion at that weight. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh the guy who who he beat was so sloppy. They had such a sloppy fight. Great fight for the fans to watch, but such a sloppy fight. If a, a good technical guy um, gets a hold of that guy, he's gonna he's gonna yeah. smoke him. You know what I mean? Someone yep. that keeps position, someone that, and that guy will do it. That that'll be the guy who probably makes it look easy for his next two fights. Hey, to be honest, Bolhovich is gonna be his harder fight of, of those three fights. Okay, stylistically. Okay. Again, it, it was a great fight. I don't yeah. think you really thought Anthony Smith had much of a chance on it, and I, I, and that's a bummer because that, I love Anthony Smith. He's yeah. a stud, you know. Uh, but but it just he's already been up there, and then yeah. he went the other direction. So hard to come back to that after after going the other direction. And he's had a long career, and yeah. it's 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 hard to maintain it at that level. Sure. So. The next fight, I'm sure you'll have some interesting things to say about this. Uh, Derek Lewis and Sergey Pavlovich. 55 seconds. Yeah. For sure, early stoppage. Um, it was a bummer that it got stopped early. Um, I was stoked on my call because I, I called uh, Lewis losing the fight. Yep. And I still think he would have lost the fight had it continued. That guy was popping him, man. He was landing uh, clean he, shots. He got... In 55 seconds, he landed 15 strikes. Yeah, that's, that, that's and how many? Did he, how many did Derek Lewis land? Four. Yeah, he wasn't getting hit. Yeah, and that's the thing. If Derek Lewis can't hit you, he can't beat you. And yep. that guy was hitting him, and he was landing clean, hard shots. And uh, yeah, I, I had it gone any longer, it wasn't going to get any better for Derek Lewis. That guy was landing knockout punches, and, yeah. and that's why I dropped him so early in the fight. Um, I heard at least one analysis that talked about a little bit of a, of a dead arm that when Lewis went down, he kind of went down on the arm and that arm didn't, didn't prop him up at all. And you, it all, it, you see that, you know, when somebody's totally out, when that arm hits the ground, like there's, there's no give. And, and right. if you watch it in real time, it's, it's, I'd hate to be a ref, man. I, 
So I, I right away thought it was fast. Uh, commentators thought it was fast. What reassured me was I listened to John McCarthy talk about it. Okay. Who was, you know, the ref. He's yes. the main yeah, ref. Yeah. And, uh, not sure. anymore, but, you know, I, I listen to anything he says as far as refing goes for the most part. Sure. And, and he was frustrated and thought it was a, a bad stoppage. Okay. You know, and who was the ref? Uh, Dan. Mergliata. I think, that, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um. There's been a handful of, of mess-ups recently, you know, with, with him being one of them yeah. and uh, Herb Dean being the other one. You know, there's been some some fast and, stoppages or some let-him-get-killed stoppages. <laughs> and I, I, I'm a fan generally of Herb Dean. I mean, he's got a good reputation. I feel like – well, I feel like he's got a good reputation. He He's – you know, he's always up there. As, so if there is 100% of the time, 2.5% on the top and 2.5% on the bottom, he's either stopping it – too soon, yeah. Or he lets someone literally get Just, destroyed in there without stopping yeah. the fight. Was that o O'Malley fight? Was he the yeah, one? Yeah, but he's again. If you let it go that long, that guy should have got to finish the fight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but anyway, he's a, he's for the most part he's a great ref. You know, yeah. For the most part he's a great ref, but he's just he's made some bad calls uh, early and late. There was a guy T.J. Waldeberger, I believe, fought Mike Pyle, I believe. Uh, a long time ago here in Dallas. Okay. I think it was in Dallas. It was somewhere in Texas. But, man, he let that dude get murdered. And we were sitting there and was like, oh, my God, <laughs> stop the fight, you know? And uh, so it's you can never predict which one he's going he's gonna to do. But, yeah, it was really stoppaged. Derek Lewis, uh, I don't believe he loves fighting, man. I said that before. I don't believe he loves fighting. He didn't want to fight in, in Texas again. For sure he didn't want to fight in Houston again. And I just didn't think that he had – a chance against that guy. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of showed in the 55 seconds that, uh, you know, Derek Lewis has come back from getting beat up for three rounds, you know, and stood back up and knocked the guy out right at the end of the fight. Yep. But he's not come back from getting knocked down, knocked out. Like, he's been wrestled and beaten up. Yeah. But not like that where he's not been dropped. beaten up on the feet and dropped and then got up and won the okay. fight. You know, and, and it was going the same direction as the uh, – What's my New Zealand guy's name that's drinks out of the shoe? The shoe? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Tuivasa. Tuivasa, love that guy. Yeah, and it was going that direction. You know, he he, he was going to get knocked out. Yeah, and uh, he he was mad they stopped the fight, but twenty seconds longer or less, you know, it was that guy wasn't going to let up on him at all. The heavyweight division right now is is it's a little bit of an anomaly you got Nganu who is not able to fight and i don't know that we even have a real timetable of when he'll get back and fight Cyril gone's ranked number one stipe's number two Tuivas is number three curtis blades is four then you've got pavlovich at five and somewhere in this mix you still got to be considering john jones yeah he's he's now gonna fight stipe right I, I I think I texted that to you. I think I heard something yeah, about that. I think but I heard it too. Do, do we have a date? I don't know if there's a date on that yet. No, I, th there might be. I'm not sure. What's weird about the heavyweight division of the UFC? There has never been a running champion ever yeah. since day one. Stipe defended yeah. the belt twice, and that was the most it had ever been defended. And that that before. was like a streak. He, yeah, he set a record. He might have gone longer than that. Might have gone to three. I don't know. But when he defended it the second time, yeah, he was defend. He was he was breaking a record wait what about john jones he's not been a heavyweight yet this will be his first oh, heavyweight fight oh, yeah, we right, now right. okay, okay. run into a guy okay. who may get there and be and, and take over that division 
I don't know that he does, but he did it in the light heavyweight division. If he is the same guy, you know, as he was down there yeah. and, and as dominant, we could finally see, and not that I want to see that with John Jones because I'm not a fan, but we could finally see someone go on a run in the heavyweight division and, and dominate, you know? Yep. But we have not seen that literally in, what, 30 years, 20, 29, 30, however many years the UFC's been around, uh, have not seen it. Yeah, that's really interesting. There's um, been a lot of great heavyweights. And out of anybody that we have, I, I, I would have thought that Nganu could have done it if he could have stayed healthy. I think he's got the ability. I think he's got... Well, yeah, and he's technically still the champ, right? He is technically yeah. still the champ. Uh, he, he still could be the guy that does it. I don't know, but um, he's now getting surgery. Yeah, I think yeah. it's... Is it a knee, knee that, he's, yeah. that he's working on? And, yeah. I mean... You know where they say that the best ability is availability. That's right. And I mean, you got to be in the, you got to be there. You got to be in the cage, otherwise. 100%. And they're more durable. Like we always talk about, the heavyweights are more durable than the rest of the guys on the card, the rest sure. of the roster. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so when they're out, it, it's a bummer. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> I'm excited for for that Stipe John Jones match. I I will I will I will absolutely buy that fight. And one of the biggest reasons is I just want to see who John Jones is now. Yeah. Um, so many people put him up there as one of the best ever from an ability standpoint. And if you can just get in the ring or get in a cage and, and actually perform. And see. not blow it before he gets there. Right. <clears throat> or the day after. Right. He'll always be a great fighter. It'll just be a matter of, is he a great heavyweight fighter? Is he still okay. fast? You know, right. Right. is he still, you know, able to, he didn't have one punch knockout power at light heavyweight. You know, he didn't have that. Yeah. There are a handful of guys in the heavyweight division that do have that. Oh, yeah. So did he gain that by putting on the weight? Or does he still have to pepper guys and fight and, for rounds at a time? And then is there the corollary question to can he – by putting on that weight, can he sustain that punch? Right. Right. For sure. Can he sustain that punch? And I was going to say – can he sustain the you know the distance going five rounds putting on that weight? But I would imagine he's professional. He's got professional coaches. They've yeah. got to be simulating that. So I'd imagine his conditioning has got to be you know pretty good, or they wouldn't be considering fighting yet. So John Jones' brother is Chandler Jones, who's a starting defensive, and I think he's an edge rusher in the NFL. Played for Arizona, and I think he's with um, Las Vegas now. I, they're freaks, and I got to believe that he's learning and figuring stuff out. And crazy story, and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe when John Jones won the light heavyweight belt, it yeah. was the same weekend as his brother played his other brother in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That, yeah, that's uh, yeah, athletic family. I'd like to grow up in that family. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, you better end up being a John Jones, right? Right, because right, yeah, I. Uh, <clears throat> I have an older brother, and I know what I went through with him, so I yeah. can only imagine. I don't know who the oldest of those three brothers is, but they were laying the heavy. Yeah, they're older so. than John. He's yeah. the younger brother. Okay. Um, any final thoughts, thoughts or comments on, on this one? No, again, you know, bad stoppage. Didn't get to see yep. everything, but I, and I saw enough. Fight of the night goes to Moreno and Kaikara France. Uh, you were, this was super awesome. Love seeing Brandon. Um, love seeing him win. That was an. I feel like both fighters were super aggressive and, oh, and yeah. in and out. Um, Moreno had great head movement. I saw him moving around a lot, um, and he was just he was aggressive and pushing. And I forget, you know these these fighters um, at these lighter weights, they're so fast. 
Oh man, and there's just so, so much. One twenty five is absolutely crazy. There's so much. And action. when they were talking about getting rid of that weight class, I was just like, "What, what? are you talking about? <laughs> like, whether sorry you didn't build a star out of Demetrius Johnson, right? Even though you definitely could have because he was a freak, you know. But the the weight class is one of the most entertaining. They are the best speed skilled fighters in on the roster. And and it, there's never a not entertaining fight. There's never a fight that's not entertaining. That's you know that's boring. I was so happy for that fight. First of all, Kai Car France is a stud. Yeah, you know, put up a great super, fight. Super, super good. You know, um, out of a great camp like we talked about. You know, seems like a good dude. I love Brandon Moreno. The kid is such a stud, such a good dude, so genuine. Cannot wait to get back to glory to get Luke to train with him, you know, and, and get in, get in some work with him. I was also stoked for James. It was the first world championship out of, out of glory yep. MMA yep. for James Krause. Yep. And to have, to you know, to see him, he started to jump up on the thing, and they pulled him down, and he yanks the, <laughs> the security's hand off of him and jumps back up again. And he's like, yeah, I listened to him say something. He goes, I'm from the trailer park. He ain't pulling me down. He yeah. goes, no. Yeah, it's hilarious. And, and it was just funny to see – uh, or not funny to see. It was it was cool to see. Super excited to see him jump up in his reaction yeah. to Brandon winning, and then Brandon winning, he just turned around and walked away like he does, like just takes it all in, just yeah. like holy crap, you know, I just did it again. And the kick, I've been, I've never been dropped with a body shot. Okay, um, I don't know how, you know, lucky. Pat Militich kicked me hard once in the ribs, but it was the ribs. It wasn't. It wasn't the liver. Yep. Gomi, we were tied up against the ropes, and he literally went like that in the clinch. Yeah, and it hit me in the solar plexus. I was like, Ooh, you know, and then I was fine. Okay, last two three seconds. Okay, never been hit in the liver, and I've watched it now multiple times. Lucas has dropped three people in a row with liver kicks here. Okay, because um, it's southpaw, so it's there all the time yes. for southpaw. Yes, Brandon threw the right, stepped forward, so his right foot was forward, so that he then, could throw the left kick. Yep, yep. Right before he walked out, James said, hey, throw that one, too, again. Finish with something sometimes and finish with a left kick sometimes. And he walked out and finished with a left kick. It didn't land with the shin. It was short and landed what looked like the foot oh. and the toes. Okay. Which probably poked straight into the liver. And because there was no, you, oh, oh, oh. It was instant. instant. He got hit and instantly dropped and covered. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and, and if you drop like that. Like, you can get buckled over and recover, okay. but if it's bad enough to drop you like that, yeah. I knew there was no coming back. Like, there was no – he couldn't even defend himself. He just turtled and turned over. What What is it with the liver shot that sometimes it it's almost like a time release? You hit it, and he's like, I'm good, I'm good, nope, I'm not, and then they end up on the ground. What is it? I, I think it's just where it lands. It's the same as getting hit in the head. You know, some punches are going to are gonna rock you, and some are going to turn your lights out. You right. know, and, and that – is a shot that if landed correctly, it doesn't matter if you're tough. It doesn't matter if you're in good shape. It doesn't matter anything. Yeah. If there, there's not a lot of muscle in front of it. Yeah. And if it gets hit, it shuts it's down. Just biology, and your body right? is just done. <clears throat> it is a wild thing to see. But I was so uh, I was so stoked. I jumped off my <laughs> off my couch. I was like, Yeah! No, no, no! I'm sorry. We were driving. Were, yeah. We were driving home from Alabama yeah. from wrestling. Yeah. 
and the whole van went crazy, you know, because we had a, we had 15 kids in the in the van okay. with me and Luke and Tyler. Okay, and uh, we went crazy when it when it happened, and then I started messaging James right away and you know congratulating him. But uh, yeah, what a what a crazy night! Uh, congratulations to him again, and and I can't wait for him to get to uh, Figueredo again. In their second round, we'll talk about that. In the second round, there was a crazy thing that happened where Moreno went up for a head kick, um, I believe, on the right side. No, it was his. So, yeah, he was kicking up, and, and um, Kaikar France went low, and the head kick connected, but he also, Kaikar France swept, swept him at the leg. same yeah. time. I, he ate the head kick. Yeah, he did. He, he did. And, yeah. and I think that if you were to ask both fighters, Moreno would be like, I, I, I was happy with the result of that, and Kaikar France was probably like, yeah, that wasn't worth eating the head kick for that, right. for that sweep. Is that how he ended up on bottom? In the sec, I think that is in the second. Is that what cut him? Because he ended up on bottom. No, I don't think it is. No, I don't believe it is what cut him. He was swollen in the first, but I don't think he was bleeding yet. Yep. The second, when he ended up on bottom, he ate an elbow. Yep. Uh, a big one. And it opened him up. Yeah, man. bad. He was. He was. You know. He was cut a lot. You know. Sorry. The time he slipped when he when he got kicked out from under not slipped but he got swept yep. from yep. the head kick, he started getting up which I always tell people to stand up like the old school Gracie way. You're going to stand up in base and back up as you stand up. Don't stand up into them. Okay. Bro, he just leaned forward into the kitchen. <laughs> and, and I wish I could stand up and show just Kai Car Francis left, Boom. right, left, right, just bombing just, on him. And they all landed until Brandon was back on his feet again. And then it was 10 seconds later, he went after him and, and landed the body kick. But it was just like, holy smokes. He just man. stood up right in the middle of all of his punches and ate them all. Didn't slow him down at all. I, I, I don't know how you absorb that. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's a fighter mentality, but but just like getting that and be like, no, I'm still going to get up. And was he wasn't stepping back. He was stepping no, he was, up and moving forward. Yeah, he was right? coming up into him as, as that was happening. And, and it was giving Kai the op opportunity to step backwards yeah. as he was and, throwing and, and just, just clean just shots. Body, yeah. Were they body shots? No, was it, all to oh, the head. Geez. Straight to the head. I noticed Moreno's reach, um, his lead jab and his lead hooks, they, it feels like he could punch you from seven or eight feet yeah. away. He's got a lot of range in there. Is that something you train for, or is that a natural just kind of ability that you think he's bringing to the fight? No, he for sure, you know, if you're a longer guy, and he was a couple inches, I think three inches taller than him, um, five, seven, and I think, and five, four. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Keep talking, though. And, uh, so he's going to use that jab for range. He's going to keep yeah. length, you know, keep distance there and, and keep him away from the jab. Um, Kai was still landing on the feet. He was, he, he was uh, you know, still landing clean shots. It was a, a tough first round and even tough beginning of the second round. But like I said about Brandon Moreno, he is a Mexican fighter. Yeah. He, is, he is a hard-headed, good-chinned. Someone, someone messaged he, – he, 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 uh, Either on Instagram, I think he posted. Someone said that you can't fight like this for very long. You have a short career if you fight like this very long. Okay. He said something along the lines of, "I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time." <laughs> 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 and he said he's going to make the most of it while he's here. Sure. And uh, I was like, "All right." <laughs> well. But yeah, he's he's so tough, man. So tough. Um. Now he's got the championship. Okay, what did you think of the whole Davidson? Figure yeah. it out coming up, but that seems they've planned that on other occasions, 
This one didn't look planned just because Davidson looked like he wasn't sure if he was or wasn't going to go in. Okay. And then uh, he he decided to go in there, try to steal a little bit of the limelight from from Brandon. I don't think that it did because I think Brandon's more popular than David David Figueredo is, even though yep. he's a champion. Yep. You know, um, he brings an entire country and part of our nation because he trains in Las Vegas and in, in Glor- at Glory in uh, yep. Missouri and California, you know, Texas, when he fights in both of those places, the crowd is there, you know, because we're so close to the border. He is, uh, he is a wildly popular lightweight or f- flyweight, you know, little guy. And um, so I, I think that it was, it was meant to do something that it didn't do. You know, I don't think it stole much from Brandon, even though that was the point of him doing it. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll see if him getting in the cage meant anything at all. We'll see if he stays and fights Brandon. If he doesn't fight Brandon, if he moves up, there was talk of him moving up. Okay. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But un- unless, unless he gets in the cage with Brandon next, you know, all that was for nothing anyway. Just try to steal some of his shine. So we are we all know this Davidson and Moreno um they fought three times literally there's a win loss and a draw for each of them on it yeah. I don't know that there have been any other uh matchups that have gone four fights but it's interesting that this one is it's they're both 500 right yeah. now they're both you know it's they're they're evenly matched Moreno's last three fights before this were were Davidson Figueredo but Davidson hasn't fought since Moreno, right. and obviously we, we had Moreno get, get the title here. So do you think that there's going to be – there are two belts. Can Davidson fight first? No. It's got to be to unify the belts. Yeah. That, that has to be the next yeah, He's fight. not fighting anybody before he fights him okay. unless he moves out of the division. What do, you, what do you see happening there? I mean, I don't know. Ho- hopefully he fights him. Uh, hopefully Brandon, you know, is able to to solidify that. I not trilogy quad quad quadrilogy. I, I don't know what you call that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Hopefully he's able to solidify that and not go back. You know, get done with him and move on and fight somebody new. Yeah. Um. And and again, I give him two losses and two two wins and one draw because he took the first one on a week's notice yeah. and went to a draw with him. Yeah. You know, which means it was some judges. You know. Uh, were, were in favor of one or, or, or uh, an even fight between the two of them in five days in order. The next time they fought, he choked him, you know, early. Second round, I think. Uh, was it? Do you know? Uh, you yeah, actually, I just had it up. Hold on. But I, it was a submission, and let me see if I can. I don't think it was long. Brandon walked out there and looked like a savage and just picked him apart real quick, ended up on his back, choked him. Submission rear naked in the th- Third. Oh, was the third? Yeah, two twenty six. Dominated before that, though. I'm, I'm, he was he was uh, leading that fight from start to finish. He just looked really sharp. The next fight, he lost the decision. That even people still thought he won that decision. Yeah, you know. So I, I see him winning the the fourth time and not looking back after that. Moving on. That brings us then to the final fight of the night, and this was a this was a fantastic fight. I'm actually kind of surprised this didn't get fight of the night, just because it went all five rounds and it was such a good fight. It was, but it was 
there was only a couple moments when Juliana was in the fight. You know, when she okay. had, there was only a couple moments when she posed a threat to Amanda. Kaikar France and Brandon were back and forth yeah. with threats to each other. That, it was a very close matched fight. That's a good call. Um, you can't have someone win 50-44, 50-43 on one yes. judge's card yes. and and really be fight of the night. That's one person dominating the other person. Okay. Um, so it, w it was Amanda showed up looking physically better than I've ever seen her look. Yep. She's always soft. You know, she didn't look soft. Which is, I, soft. Right. <laughs> right. She's so she's not ripped technically. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she she's she's usually big um but you know, again she fights at 45 and at 35. And 35, yep. So she's not, you know, uh I don't know, she she looked better physically than she than I've ever seen her look before. She performed aside from knocking her out she looked better, in my opinion, than she normally ever looks. If you go back and watch her knock out Ronda, knock out um, uh, Holly, knock out um, Cyborg, Cyborg yeah. she's wild. You know, she gets into a slugfest, and because she hits so hard, she knocks them out. She looked good this time. She looked, she looked straight shots, um, wrestled her, yeah. out-wrestled the girl who wrestled. You know, she, she looked good, and uh, I, I, that was... By the second, I think, second round, maybe the beginning of the third, I knew, I thought there was no chance of Juliana, you know, turning the turning it around. Wait, in round one, and I don't know if you remember this, it, it seemed pretty, pretty even. Amanda caught her a couple times and put her on her knee. It was those, those catches where you yeah. kind of saw her stumble a little bit. Oh, but yeah. Juliana was, was putting back, and I was curious, do you remember how you would have scored round one? I, I thought round one was close. Okay. I did think round one was close. I remember that. Um, after that, and even starting in that round, she clearly worked on her, her lead right-hand hook. And that's what she dropped her with lead over right and over and over. She's a, she fought Southpaw a right. lot of that fight. And, and she kept dropping her with her right hand. Yes. Every time she yes. would throw her jab, she would come over the top with a right hook and drop and, her. I mean, she made her loopy oh, yeah. four or five times, dropped her a number of times. I mean, she clearly worked on that. That was a plan, and uh, it made Juliana's takedowns more difficult because she was staying southpaw. Yep. So you literally only are limited basically a single at that point. Is is Amanda traditionally a southpaw fighter? I think she's traditionally orthodox. She normally okay. fights orthodox. Okay. Um, I counted. Uh, Amanda dropped her three times in the second round, yeah. and it was two right hands. The third one was a left hand that came up underneath, but it was – and they were they were instant. It was right oh, yeah. on the chin, just I mean, to the ground. Now she was fast. Yeah, she was fast. She, I mean, she looked like she worked on a lot of things over the time they they didn't fight. Were you surprised that Amanda let her up every time? And and was that? I mean, some of it was Amanda, but I also saw the 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 ref being like, you know, get up. Um, well, if you're not busy, busy on top of them when they're when they're down if you're not standing over them really kicking them and being busy they'll stand you up they'll back you up make stand up but if you watched the only trouble amanda got in was on the ground earlier she's arm bar yep you know got yanked out of an arm bar omoplata the omoplata attempts weren't close but they were preventing her from getting beaten up for a second and then she'd get out of that and beat her up but juliana has good jujitsu, and amanda knows that and why give her a chance 
So she kept getting up until she had already beaten her up enough. Yep. And and then she was go ahead and get on the ground and beat her up as well. Uh, dropped her smart. Dropped her three times in the second. Um, and then that's when she started working the ground. And do you think that was strategic where she opened her up, dropped her three times, got her thinking about that left that you talked about? No, the right, right that you were talking about. And then in the third round, I think it was halfway through the third round, that's when she started shooting. And, and then the ground and pound where she started just... Brutal. The, the, the elbows were just vicious. Tina, Split her open on the head. Tina posted something about she took a chunk. She There's a chunk missing out of her forehead, and she was contacting a plastic surgeon at the moment. Wow. That was that the night after the fight. Wow. Yeah. Big, big elbow. Big yeah. chunk out of the... Yeah. Yeah. Big cut. That sucks. Um, what did you see in, um, Pena's jujitsu? Because she was, she had at one point, I think she had an armbar in pretty deep. Tight, tight. That, she had to stand up and yank out of it. I thought, I thought it might've even been sore, you know, after that, like maybe it popped while it was in there. Cause it right. was, it was a tight armbar. Um, was there something that Juliana didn't do or was it just that Amanda just was stronger and was just yeah, able to just power her way out of it? muscled out of it, stood up, was shook, shook out of it and, right. you know, turned and, and got out. Not nothing super technical, but okay. she got out. I, I know I'm, I'm kind of a cheese ball on this, but one of my favorite parts of the whole fight was at the beginning of the fifth round where, I mean, not, it wasn't a high five. They straight up walked up, and before the fight, they hugged each other. Someone ever does that to me, I'm going to body lock him right to the mount. Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't know what you wanted. Oh, sorry, sorry, we're not going to get up now. My bad. Um, and it was funny because um, I think that Pena was like, yeah, I'll give you a hug, but, I mean, she shoved her back hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get this, but get off me because yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm not. People do that. I would save that for after the fight's over. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because, what are you, what are you trying to do? You're, you're trying to be emotionally, we're, we're buddies in the middle of me trying to punch an elbow your face off. Yeah. You know, let, let me stay in that zone yeah. until the fight's over. Yeah. And then we can hug and, and, and buy a, friends. You know, and yes, whatever. Go out to dinner, grab a drink, whatever. Sure. But uh, I, would, I would say that we can touch gloves at the beginning. Yep. And from that point on, we're, we're trying to hurt each other until the fight's over. With a minute left in the fifth round, Amanda got her back. And I thought maybe that was the only submission she, attempt that she had, and it looked like she was going to choke her out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was credit. thinking what, what karma that would be to, to ironic <laughs> to end up Renee choking her after I, getting Renee choked. I did hear an interview that she said straight up from the beginning, I am not going to finish her. I'm going to play with her. I'm, at, at the after the fight, she said, I didn't want to finish her. I wanted to dominate her for five rounds. That's easy to say um, Yeah, I, when yeah. you didn't finish them. <laughs> you know, sure. I'm sure she would have loved to got out of there in the first round and, and not had a, a mark on her. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, that's Again, that's easy to say. I, I only had uh, one win via decision, and I tried to submit him once at the very beginning and then I, I really wanted to beat him up you know for a little bit yeah but then i wanted to submit him again and i didn't get the submission we went the distance and i beat him looking back you're yes i wanted to beat him up i would like to beat him up for one round and then submit him <laughs> sure sure yeah yeah get your lumps in and then walk away for without sure. taking any for damage sure. especially five rounds so you know that juliana has immediately called for a rematch i mean she's already said hey let's let's do this again um I i'm sure so. they're I'm sure they will. The, the trilogy um, there seems to make sense. They're one and one. Well, 
she's the only girl that's really given her any, you know, yep. anything back, you know. Again, I heard somebody talking about what do you think of the idea of of them of Pena moving up to forty five for that belt and fighting for that belt because I is there anybody else in the forty five? I don't know. Megan Anderson was there. She got cut. She's doing something else now. Um, there's another chick that was there that fought Amanda that is now in Bellator. I don't know who. Like we talked about last time, there's there's Cyborg at Bellator. There is her at the UFC, and there's Kayla Harrison at PFL. Yeah. But there's not a three of them in one weight class, four of them in one weight. Like you go to the men's division, you can go five, six, seven, eight, nine deep of anybody could win the belt. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know a lot of tough guys. Um, but for them, she kind of stands above the rest, so that's why uh, Juliana would most likely get another rematch. And after that, I don't know. After that, I, I don't know what they would do. So I, I take this for what it's worth. On the UFC's website, when you look at the women's featherweight division, it shows Amanda Nunes is champion, and there's nobody listed below her. Yeah. They're, they don't even is list. There really not. There's really nobody. Th everybody else you got listed of, of ranking yeah. of who's you know who's next, what's up. Yeah, I don't. After again, 145, there's just nobody on the. I think the that page. weight class is for her. I don't know. I don't know who else fought at that weight class before. Did Ronda fight at 45? I don't know. That seems. I think she fought at 35. Big for her. Um, she was big. She was big. Um, Cyborg, you know, fights at 45. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it just makes me wonder if, you know, if Pena doesn't go back and say, hey, let's let's do this at 45 right. and get an instant shot there. Um, I think Amanda's never but, looked better than she did this time at 35, so I don't know. Yeah. I It was interesting to me also, um, you talked about how good Amanda looked physically, but I think there was something, um, there was just... She looked happy. She looked. She looked like she wanted to be there. And and it's easy to say you're having a good time when you're roughing somebody up that bad. She but, looked like I said she's either going to show up. Yep. And not be there and be over it and collect a check, or she's going to show up and it's going to be a problem. Yeah. And she was. She went <laughs> back. She clearly did a lot of homework on the fight before. She changed up, on, and her entire stance and and game plan to fight her. She didn't try to knock her out with every single punch. You know, she, she picked her apart. I mean, she fought. She kind of reinvented herself mm. for one fight, and it was impressive that she made the changes that she did. And so, you know, now it's going to be difficult to come back and beat her. Talk to me about the scoring. We, we already talked about it. One of them was 50-43. One of them is 50-44. Then you got a 50-45 in there. How, how did you feel about the scoring? So the only reason the 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 only reason that four rounds weren't ten eight rounds was because Juliana was busy on bottom. She okay. was attacking on bottom. And, and submission attempts. Right. And she had that's what I'm saying. She okay. had submission attempts. She had, you know, uh she struck from the bottom. She did a lot from the bottom. So it wasn't complete domination. Um even though she was on bottom the whole time. You know, or, or getting beat up on the feet, getting dropped three times. In a boxing match, you get dropped three times, fight's over. Yeah. And so uh, I, I feel like the, it just depends on what they're, how they're judging. It depends on what are the, what's the criteria, right. right? Like one guy decided that 
Amanda dominated the whole fight, but she didn't kill her. So was, she won every round 10-9. Another guy gave one 10-8 round. I'm hoping that was the one she got dropped three times in. Yeah, round two. Yeah, and the other guy gave two 10-8 rounds. And round two and maybe, I guess you could go around four whatever, or one five. Whatever, one splitter maybe. Yeah, maybe you round know, four. Was, I think that's... Yeah, so maybe two and four um, and went 10-8 on those. So, you know, it, that wasn't a crazy, like a 30-27 one way, 30-27 the other yeah. type of bad judging. Yeah. That was just like, what? Are, what is your guy's criteria? Yep. You know, that, and that's why like being dropped three times in a round should be an automatic 10. If you get dropped one time in boxing, it's a 10-8 round. It's an automatic 10-8 round. So we get dropped three times in MMA. Can we at least get a 10-8 round out of that? Yeah. And one judge didn't give her a 10-8 round. Yeah. You know, but like, how, how can you be more dominant without finishing somebody by and, and dropping them three times? Yeah, it's... It, now, so, did you see... Could you... You mentioned that there could have been potentially four 10-8 rounds. You could have at least made the argument for that. Is that how you would have yeah, scored I mean, the it? first round was close. Absolutely. The next know. four rounds, I don't think were close. Okay. You know, there was... I don't know when the arm bar happened. Um, it was second, I, third. Second, I think the third. And yeah. then I feel like the third and the fourth, she was... There were a couple times when... And and so that brings us back to a, probably a 10-9 round, you know, uh, not not being completely dominant because there was some offense thrown back at her, you know. Um, but I'd have to watch the fight again. But looking back right now, just off memory, it wouldn't be crazy if there were four of them, you know, yeah. because she dominated. You know, she, she did dominate. And, and two of them for sure sh should have been. And the other two, I don't, I don't know. I, I, again, I have to watch um, to see how close the other rounds were. All I knew was while I was watching, I wasn't watching to score it. I was just watching as a as a, a fan, fan and wanted to see uh, Amanda pull it off just because I had already gone 3-0. I was like, all right, well, let's go for four. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I had to watch it again, but but she dominated her. Have you ever seen – you don't see 10-8s very much. I can't imagine that there have been very many fights where a, a judge scored a 10-8 twice. In a fight? Yeah. Have you – Luke's <laughs> fight against um, – I forget the guy's name. It looked like Caveman, but in Bellator, uh, he had two 10-8 rounds. Two 10-8s. Yeah, two That's the only so. round that he, the only fight went, went. Yeah, it was the one that went the distance, the and distance. he had two of them were 10-8s. Uh, uh, Andrew Salas, and uh, great fight still. Yeah. 100% domination, you know, um, was busy, landed, I think, 300 punches on the ground, 300-and-something oh, punches on the ground, and, uh, and elbows, and uh, so he got two 10-8s. But, yes, you don't see it a lot. You know, going back, I, I, I'd actually want to go back, and I should have checked this out beforehand, but just thinking about that Sugar Sean fight with that kid that he just blew up, I don't even know if he had two 10-8 rounds in that fight. He might have. It was only a three-round fight. He probably but, should have. But he probably should have because yeah. that, dude, that dude's face that was That guy was throwing back, though. He was throwing yeah, back. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. It, it was, that was an exciting fight. That was a crazy fight. So, felt so bad for him that it got stopped. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was, a, it was a good night. Um, I hope they come back to Dallas again because uh, yeah, I'll go I, to the next one. I I'll just go to the next one for sure. And I think it had been they were saying it had been three plus years since they had been in Dallas. So I'm, I'm hoping they they come back around again sooner. Nice. All right. Um, this coming week we'll have Tyler on. Sweet. Um, that'll be exciting. And, and other than that, um, thank you. All right. Appreciate it. See you guys.
it's all over. Just like that.